time once again for a certain page. Today's reading is a section of the essay Decolonizing Knowledge and the Question of the Archive by Achille Mbembe. The section's entitled Demythologizing Whiteness. One such issue has just been dealt with and successfully at the University of Cape Town. To those who are still in denial, it might be worth reiterating that Cecil Rhodes belonged to the race of men who are convinced that to be black is a liability. During his time and life in Southern Africa, he used his considerable power, political and financial, to make black people all over Southern Africa pay a bloody price for his beliefs. His statue, and those of countless others who shared the same conviction, has no place on a public university campus 20 years after freedom. The debate, therefore, should have never been about whether or not it should be brought down. All along, the debate should have been about why did it take so long to do so. To bring Rhodes' statue down is far from erasing history, and nobody should be asking us to be eternally indebted to Rhodes for having, quote, donated, unquote, his money, and for having bequeathed, quote, his, unquote, land to the university. If anything, we should be asking, how did he acquire the land in the first instance? Arguably, other options were available and could have been considered, including that which was put forward late in the process by retired juxtaposition. Judge Albie Sachs, who proposed a transformative reworking instead of removal, and whose contribution to the symbolic remaking of what is today Constitution Hill is well recognized. But bringing Rhodes statue down is one of the many legitimate ways in which we can today in South Africa demythologize that history and put it to rest, which is precisely the work memory properly understood is supposed to accomplish. For memory to fulfill this function long after the truth and reconciliation paradigm has run out of steam, the demythologizing of certain versions of history must go hand in hand with the demythologizing of whiteness. This is not because whiteness is the same as history. Human history, by definition, is history beyond whiteness. Human history is about the future Whiteness is about entrapment. Whiteness is at its best when it turns into a myth. It is the most corrosive and the most lethal when it makes us believe that it is everywhere, that everything originates from it, and it has no outside. We are therefore calling for the demythologization of whiteness because democracy in South Africa will either be built on the ruins of those versions of whiteness that produced Rhodes, or it will fail. In other words, those versions of whiteness that produced men like Rhodes must be recalled and decommissioned if we have to put history to rest, free ourselves from our own entrapment in white mythologies, and open a future for all here and now. It might then be that the statue of Rhodes and the statue of countless men of his elk that are littering the South African landscape properly belong to a museum, an institution that, with few exceptions, has hardly been subjected to the kind of thorough critique required by these times of ours in South Africa. Yet a museum properly understood is not a dumping place. It is not a place where we recycle history's waste. It is first and foremost an epistemic space. 
A stronger option would therefore be the creation of a new kind of institution, partly a park and partly a graveyard, where statues of people who spent most of their lives defacing everything the name Black stood for would be put to rest. Putting them to rest in those new places would in turn allow us to move on and recreate the kind of new public spaces required by our new democratic project. This has been a certain page.